0: Journeying with Newman, the path to sainthood. Newman on our purpose.
1: My name is Father Ignatius Harrison and I'm a priest of the Birmingham Oratory founded by John Henry Newman. I grew up as an Anglican and became a Catholic at university. Moving back to London after three years at Cambridge, I discovered the London Oratory and learnt about the oratory's 16th century founder, St Philip Neri. After a few years, I started to think about the possibility of a vocation to the religious life and maybe even the priesthood. Newman had a strong sense of God's particular providence and his words made me think about the specific purpose of my own life. God has created
0: all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined, unless I interfere with his plan, that I should reach that which will be my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do, what I can best be, what is my greatest happiness, and he means to give it me. God knows what is my greatest happiness, but I do not. There is no rule about what is happy and good, what suits one would not suit another. And the ways by which perfection is reached vary very much. The medicines necessary for our souls are very different from each other. Thus God leads us by strange ways. We know he wills our happiness, but we neither know what our happiness is nor the way. We are blind. Left to ourselves, we should take the wrong way. We must leave it to him. Let us put ourselves into his hands and not be startled, though he leads us by a strange way, a mirabilous via, as the church speaks. Let us be sure he will lead us right, that he will bring us to that which is not indeed what we think best, nor what is best for another, but what is best for us. I am created to do something or to be something for which no one else is created. I have a place in God's counsels, in God's world, which no one else has. Whether I be rich or poor, despised or esteemed by man, God knows me and calls me by my name. God has created me to do him some definite service. He has committed some work to me, which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I never may know it in this life, but I shall be told it in the next. Somehow, I am necessary for his purposes, as necessary in my place as an archangel in his. If indeed I fail, he can raise another as he could make the stones children of Abraham. Yet I have a part in this great work. I am a link in a chain, a bond of connection between persons. He has not created me for naught. I shall do good. I shall do his work. I shall be an angel of peace, a preacher of truth in my own place, while not intending it,
1: if I do but keep his commandments and serve him in my calling. In 1833, while on holiday in the Mediterranean, John Henry Lilly died of fever in Sicily. And while recovering there, he had a clear intuition that God had some special task for him to do back in England. And as things turned out later, he did achieve many remarkable things for England. I'm convinced that many of the valuable insights which Newman brought to the Catholic Church were the result of graces that he had already received within the Church of England. I've never doubted in my own case that I received the gift of faith while still an Anglican, and I think Newman did also. Moment by moment, God directs every detail of our path to him, even though his longer-term plan may be obscure to us. In the spiritual life, perhaps one of the things we find most difficult is to hand ourselves over completely to God. John Henry was a heroic example of that faithful entrustment of himself to his Maker. Part of that trust is an awareness that we all have something unique to offer the Lord for the building up of his kingdom. On the surface, it may be nothing impressive in the world's eyes, But God is inventive and makes good use of what at first sight often looks like rather mediocre material. God knows what is my greatest happiness, but I do not. Those words of Newman take us to the very heart of his childlike simplicity and his adult humility. Newman understood himself to be a link in a chain. We see that in his choice of the oratory. If John Henry had not brought St Philip's Oratory to England in 1848, many of us would never have become Catholics, nor found our vocation to serve the Church. Newman has taught me to understand better that God's providence and his love encompass us completely, our past, our present and our future. Being a link in the chain of connections was something that Newman also manifested in his affectionate friendships with others, both women and men. His attentive and detailed letters to his closer friends reveal how warmly he cared about their lives and their spiritual well-being. His own lifelong success in bringing others to Christ shows how much the apostolate of Christian friendship can achieve. It also demonstrates that we do better by attracting people to the Lord, rather than by battering them with aggressive polemic. Newman was no stranger to controversy, and he was capable of being witheringly ironic, but that was just on the surface. Underneath that, we discover a warm and tender-hearted soul who loved his friends with the same chaste and celibate heart with which he loved his Creator. His particular friendships were committed relationships in which heart spoke to heart, and those friendships were part of Newman's celibate pilgrimage to heaven. Newman's life exemplifies for me the truth of those ancient words of the prophet Jeremiah, If with all your heart ye truly seek me, ye shall ever surely find me. From the age of fifteen, Newman sought God with all his heart. In 1845, he found him in what he has taught us to call the one fold of the Redeemer, the Catholic Church. In August 1890, God called Cardinal Newman to his reward. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And now the Lord has gone further and has raised him to the altars. ascende amice superiors, friend, come up higher. In canonizing John Henry Newman, the church confidently assures us that he is a safe and worthy model to follow on our own pilgrimage, out of shadows and images, into the glory of heaven.